Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Yeah, Key is in Chicago today. And listen to this. He went to Lou Malnati's last night, apparently, when he landed mm-hmm. and ate so much. He couldn't fit out the door. They are currently, they're, they're importing a treadmill. Try to get him to work some of it out. He's a shut-in right now. He's got to work some of that weight off, and then he can get, he can get out the door, get to work. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the, I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say the ice-cold Delicious taste of a Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. There you go. Um, so, Harry, I know you were watching a lot of baseball last night. Oh, yes. I didn't know you played like that in, in, in high school. Yeah, I was um, a switch hitter. Um, I had some major league trials in high school. Obviously with some speed. And I started playing baseball actually at four years old. But, like, by age six, man, I was playing 100-something games a year. And that, that was our sport. My brother got a chance to play in a World Series. I didn't. I just made it to the Southeast region. But you know how that is. Big brother get to do something. Little brother comes over and take it, take it over. <laughs> but he, uh, he was a hell of a baseball player, too. He was a heck of a pitcher. Yes, that's crazy. If your dad crazy had one curveball. more son, you made it to the NFL. Your brother made it to the NBA. And you guys started. You played. Yep. And one more kid, he would have had MLB. It had the trifecta like, uh, like well, Michael Thompson, he, Clay's dad, has the two in basketball, player, one in baseball. He was better in baseball. My, my brother was the better baseball player between me and him. I, I'll be honest. What are you, both crazy that going to Major hit, League Baseball? You played for 20 years. Home runs. Like, he never hit off the tee. He was hitting the home runs from T-ball all the way up to when he stopped playing. So, so the, the reason I bring up, because you, you, you like baseball. It's like, I, I, baseball is my favorite sport growing up, right? But listen, the fact is, intrinsically, it's not as interesting as football and basketball. That's why I got crowded out. You know, I don't know why soccer fans have such a tough time admitting that. <laughs> they're bo- uh, you can love soccer. You grew up with it. Love baseball growing up with it. But eh, they're not as exciting as football and basketball. So, but so, like, we don't talk about baseball as much. It's not as popular in this country anymore, yep. although the economy of it's still second only to the NFL. So it's locally popular. You just don't follow all the national teams. But I came in this morning, and you had a pep in your step, boy, talking, <laughs> dancing around the, the halls because your Atlanta Braves tied it up. We're going to have a funky good time. Hey, all y'all Philly fans, <laughs> text me, Pat. Can I, can I talk about Pat Costello really quick? Real quick. Go he he going to text me all oh, the games. about to start telling me what to Got delayed yesterday, rain delay. Yeah. Texting me what time the game start. Like, I don't know what time the damn game start. And I'm going to tell y'all exactly what I text Pat. We are about to get we, as in me and the Braves, we're about to get in some Philly ass. That's mm. what I text him. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Children, earmuffs. Pause. Pause. 6 a.m. <laughs> 6 a.m. Dude. I don't care if it's 4 a.m. You don't man. even need caffeine if Harry Douglas is around and the Braves just want a playoff game. Better Ooh. believe it. Listen, meantime, he is in Chicago, somewhere in Chicago right now. <laughs> we know. His, his plane landed, lost. right? And uh, <clears throat> here's the question. 
Here is the question for today. Let's set it off. What is the danger that Justin Fields is going down a Daniel Jones path? Now, that doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Daniel Jones might wind up a franchise quarterback still. The jury is out. I mean, I never said, okay, it's over for Daniel Jones. But I did say, look, we haven't seen him in the right situation the right coaching staff and offensive line, receivers, Saquon hasn't been there, et cetera, et cetera. We haven't seen that. But based on what I've seen so far, I'm probably moving on, right? He's not it. He's never going to be great. I got to say, this year so far, and he still doesn't have a lot of stuff, but he has enough to show you what he can do. The jury's not out on Daniel Jones. However, that said, we're in year four, yeah. right? And, and he hasn't had a winning season. And now we're starting to find out maybe if they add a top receiver, we'll find out maybe this year or next about Daniel Jones. Maybe if they extend him, it's not going to be to a franchise-level contract. It'll be to a bridge contract. Maybe that bridge is to himself, but we're still kind of waiting and seeing on him, right? Yep. That's not ideal for the number six overall pick. And Justin Fields is a high first-round draft pick. I wanted the Giants to draft him even though they had Daniel Jones, right? Dan Orlovsky, oh, you can't yeah, Daniel Jones. I'm like, oh, I think Justin Fields can be great. But the fact is, Harry, he's been a, in a bad situation up till now. Now they have a new coaching staff. He still doesn't have much around him. How dang, like, what kind of danger is he in right now that he already burnt a year? He's going to burn another one. He winds up in a situation where they're like, we don't want to give you a contract in year five. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was worried more so last year. Um, with the staff they had in place because I didn't think they used Justin Fields and his skill set the way he was supposed to be used. Um, you, you Fast forward to this year, Matt Eberflus, I thought, I thought he was the right guy for the job. Personally, I thought they should have went with an offensive guy, but if you're not going to go with the offensive guy, make sure you have an offensive coordinator that understands Justin Fields and his skill set. And that's what you have in Luke Getze. Now, the problem lies is that they have a lack of weapon, lack of weapons at the wide receiver position. Their offensive line is terrible. You look right now, offensive line-wise, they're tied right now fourth in sacks in the National Football League. So you have Matt Ryan, who's number one, Matthew Stafford, number two. Uh, I think it's Carson Wentz, three. Joe Burrow and, and, and Justin Fields are tied right now. With both of those guys, I think 18 sacks uh, allowed amongst them. So when I look at that and I look at the skill position players, and you have Darnell Mooney, who I think is – is a good receiver, but he's not a true number one. You have a tight end in Cole Komet. If they can get two or three more wide receivers, basically secure up that offensive line, I believe in enough of what I'm seeing right now from Justin Fields to say, you know what, he's going to be able to turn that corner at some point when they what get him are the you right see, Like, Okay, look, this is why I like Justin Fields coming out, right? Yeah. I like them coming out because I saw a guy that I thought could be great. I saw he could throw it. He could, he could throw it down the field. He could run. He was a, like a strong kid, a strong athletic kid. He seemed to have leadership qualities. And the knock against him was, well, he's not processing the information fast holds enough. Holds the football too long. He holds it too long, yep. which is why he was the last to go of the premier talents or the way they were perceived at least, right? Yep. And, and, and Trey Lance went, you know, the Niners jumped up and grabbed him. Other than Mac Jones, who he was the one out of the five guys coming out in the first round who wasn't fast, right? Everyone else could move. It was mobile. Justin Fields was the last dude taken of the mobile guys who were the, considered the top talents. Okay. What we've seen from him so far 
is he has flashed his arm. Yeah. He's flashed his legs. And more importantly for me, he's flashed certain leadership qualities that have resulted in a record where if they beat the Commanders tonight, and that's a winnable game. A very winnable They're 500 game. after six games, yep. and, the, and, and the kid doesn't even look like he knows what he's doing yet, Justin Fields. That's a good thing. Like, oh, wait. Like, as Key always says, last year you write it off. It's not really a rookie season. Everything was upside down. For, for a guy at his age who doesn't really know what he's doing yet, to be 3-3 three and three without an offensive line, without receivers, that's pretty good. Well, and I think for Justin Fields, I think he understands and he's starting to understand now that the National Football League is not college, so you can't hold the football as long as you uh, you know, previously have. You got to get it out or you throw it away. Do not take the negative plays. The flip side of that, I will say, I think he also understands he has to be consistent. At that position in the National Football League, consistency is key. And I think Justin Fields, I think we've seen a little bit of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde this season. We've seen the good, but we've also seen some of the bad as well. Uh, I like the, the, the way he turned the corner in the second half against Minnesota. Actually gave them an opportunity to come back and win that game before Smith-Marset fumbled on the last drive that they had to go try to tie it up or try to win it and go for two. So I like what I'm seeing right now. Is it as crisp and, and as polished as you would like to see it? Probably not. But the trajectory that Justin Fields is on, I'm all in on it because when you have a guy that has the athleticism to escape the pocket, and that's why I think those 18 sacks that he's tied for fourth with with Joe Burrow are are, are key because he is an athletic guy, but he's still getting sacked at a high level. When you look at Josh Allen, that is the perfect storm. Big kid, strong, big arm, raw. You put him in the right situation, surround him, surround him with the right stuff, coaching. He comes along. Every year gets better. You get him a lead receiver, and he keeps getting better till he's a great quarterback. Justin Fields has a lot of that same stuff that Josh Allen did. Maybe his talent's not quickly. He doesn't throw a ball 70 miles an hour. Yeah. But he has a big arm, the whole thing. Nice touch. Now the question is, can he be brought along the way Josh Allen was? Not everyone can be. But when you look at Justin Fields, you go, maybe he can be. Where in the world is Keyshawn Johnson? Aaron Rodgers' thumb injury doesn't worry the Packers. I'm starting to get worried about Key. Are the Vikings the clear best team in the NFC North? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. So, so what do you, what would you say about the helmets? You got to wear what? Yeah, so the throwback helmets that, you know, or the alternate helmets that teams get to wear, and I believe the Chicago Bears are wearing theirs tonight. We actually seen Cincinnati wear their white helmets, which, which were pretty dope. Um, I think the Saints wore their black ones. We've seen Arizona wear their black ones. But I think Atlanta this week are get to wear their red throwback helmets that they used to have back in the day. And my rookie year, we actually got to wear those and my, my, my second year. But remember, the NFL got – they went away with multiple helmets because they thought it was more so of a safety issue. And I was kind of weirded out by that because you look at, like, the college level, how they have multiple three or four helmets. You look at teams like Oregon who probably have nine because of Phil Knight and Nike. But I'm glad they went back to this because I love – from the Falcons' perspective, like the throwback uniforms, the throwback red helmet, because it, it puts you in that mind. And growing up in Atlanta, you think about all the guys that have played uh, underneath the Atlanta Falcons that wore that red helmet. It's just You talk about Claw Humphrey, and um, I don't know if Dion wore them. I think Dion was more so the black helmet, but the history goes a long ways. But I, I just like when the NFL can switch things up and make things look different um, amongst the sport. So I'm, I'm all for the throwback uniforms and – and alternate helmets, uh, which at one point they, they went away from. Funny you bring up Oregon and Phil Knight and everything. When they went to those lime, neon, oh, whatever you want to say. Everyone, helmets. Everyone was talking about like, oh, that look, you know, like athletes were digging it, right? And, I, and oh, this is going to help them recruit. Did it? Did it actually? Like, you know, what is that? Like how much can, whether or not you're in, like any, but yep. a lot of people you have to acknowledge were like, look at those uniforms, well, right? It was a huge advantage for Oregon. Like, I'll tell you this. I know a lot of people, and I talked to Marcus Mariota. I was able to play with them. And, and a guy named Drew Davis, too, that played wide receiver. That, that was a thing, though. Yeah. When you can have multiple uniforms, multiple helmets, and be eye candy to the college football world. But that's crazy to me. Have, like, to, 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 to normies, to civilians like me, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're looking at that like, hold up. You would go to the Pacific Northwest and the whole thing instead of some, some like, nice climate or city you want to be in or something like that yeah. because of a uniform? But I guess the answer is yes. Hey, Prime said it best. You look good, you play good, you feel good, baby. <laughs> I mean, Dion got a lot of nerve with those Coach fast twitches. Hey, Prime, not a, no one is you, right? Like, <laughs> hey, if you do this, I have people who have uh, talent from, from a different universe, like, really, this is what it is. No, it's because your muscles twitch faster than everyone on planet Earth. But Dion, I, I boy, was love else. The, the alternate helmets, though. I just think it gives the National Football League a different look that people aren't accustomed to seeing. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's great for the game. It's great for merchandising, oh, that's yeah. for sure. Sell a couple different uniforms, a couple different jerseys. All right, Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas, in for J. Back after this. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Willemax. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. We are on the ESPN app. You have the app on your phone. If you don't download it, it takes one second. Go to the app. Click more. It's on the lower right-hand corner. Right, Click on the app. Boom, you see more lower right-hand corner. Click on that. Scroll down to listen live. And we are portable. You take us anywhere. You're not tethered to your car. You're not tied to the radio. Take us anywhere on the app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So Aaron Rodgers, by the way, Harry Douglas in for Jay. Key will be here shortly. Aaron Rodgers' thumb injury does not worry the Packers. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) But are the Vikings, who've already gotten them, who are playing – like one of the best teams in football, are they the best team in the NFC North? Like, are they clearly uh, – two different questions, Harry. Mm-hmm. Number one, are they clearly at this moment the best team in the NFC North? And number two, do you believe that by the end of the regular season you'll still be thinking that if, if you think the first thing is true? Well, I think the first thing is true, but I wouldn't throw the word clearly out there just because the simple fact that there is an opportunity that, you know, the Green Bay Packers could come back and win this division still if they figure some things out and get things going. But we look at the first game of the year, and we kind of touched on this yesterday, and Joe Barry actually being um, within that Rams organization and understanding that scheme, and you see that scheme every day at practice, and the first game of the year you, you get blown out the way you did versus the Minnesota Vikings. I also look at the Vikings and their only loss being to the Philadelphia Eagles, who – we think it's the best team in the National Football League. I don't know if you do, but I, I do. I think it's the I, best no, team th- right now. Whether or not they're the best team at the end of the season, they top right to now. bottom, they have the best roster, yep. and they are playing the best right now, and they very well could win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, but when I look at Kirk Cousins, and even though he only has seven touchdowns and five interceptions, I think he's playing a different brand of football. He's understanding who his guy is, Justin Jefferson, who is number one in the National Football League right now in receiving yards. And a guy I feel like is really unguardable until we see them against Darius Slay. So, but you're going to have nights like that where you're not going to be able to perform at a high level, but that's why they have Adam Thielen, right, and Osborne who's coming along. Uh, but their run game, I liked what, they, what, what they've done with their run game with yeah. Dalvin Cook. I mean, what they've done with their run game. Get Dalvin Cook's on the field. They, they, that's yeah, what that's, they've done with their run game, that, basically. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So it's, it's, it's very valuable. I think Zadarius Smith, leaving the Packers and going to the Minnesota Vikings has made a huge difference. Mm. The Neil Hunter being healthy this year has made a huge difference. Uh, Patrick Peterson coming back, even though he got beat by the rook, (laughs) Kristen Watson – uh, should have been a touchdown, but he dropped Watson's it. Watson's got a lot of talent. Oh, I know. He See, just got to put, Harry- put it together. This is why I'm saying, yes, right now the Vikings are the best team. They're clearly the best team yeah. in the NFC North at this moment. At this right? moment. Okay. 
I mean, even if the Bears beat the Commanders, we're not going to be sitting there no. going, Bears are as good as the Vikings. No. Lions just got, sh- got shut out. So as good as their offense has looked at times, we're not going to put them with the Vikings right now. And the Packers just lost to the Giants. They have a game with the Jets. Don't let them lose that game. But even if they win, we're going to say Vikings are the best team, I think, clearly in the NFC North right now. However, when I look at what is on the Packers, and because a lot of this – a lot of this is you're trying to – it's calculus. Calculus is like figuring out the rate of change, right? So you see what's there, how old – you know, how much experience they have, how much talent they have, who they're with, who's the coaching staff, who's the quarterback, and you make a projection about where they're going to be at the end of the season. They got a couple of rookie receivers who I believe by the end of this year, when you put it together with Aaron Rodgers and the defense – if the O-line stays healthy, right? Really quick, I'm, I'm going to say ahead. something to you. Yeah. I would say in two years, mm-hmm. give this receiver group two years, and I think they will be one of the best in the National Football League. I hear that. I understand. Christian Watson, to me, looks like, and no one's talking about him because of uh, – because of um, Romeo Dobbs. Because of Dobbs. Yep. Dobbs is so important. But Watson, when I look at the draft and think, which of those non-first-round picks, or is everyone going to be saying, they got him in the second round? Yep. Christian Watson jumps out at me. He's got the size, the speed. Like, he's got a lot of stuff, Christian Watson. He, he's, like, got the stuff of a high first-round pick, and now he's got to put it together in the pros. But I look at what they got, and I think by the end of this regular season, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl this yeah. year, I like them in the NFC North better than the Vikings. I, I, I would agree with that. Uh, but that's if – and the thing is – and. About the Green Bay Packers team, especially offensively, I don't think it's just about Aaron Rodgers. Of course, he plays a strong part in that, but the offensive line has to be healthy. Got to be, man. Right? You know, the receivers have Bakhtiari, to come along like, and make those plays. Yeah. Like, the run game has to be valuable. You can't have Matt LaFleur going against teams who struggle to stop the run but not deciding to run the football. You can't, Ran it eight times. You can't have those yeah. type of things happen because the strong point of your offense right now, and I know Aaron Rodgers is A-Rod, is those two running backs in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Feed them the damn rock. Like and Keyshawn Johnson said, get them a damn football, get them a damn ball, get those running backs the ball, please. And here's the thing about what the Bears did at quarterback. This is why I really don't like the Vikings in the end. Kirk Cousins is the definition of a middle-of-the-pack starting quarterback True. to me. No better, no worse. He's right, like, and that's a... That's like saying a starting point guard. You're an average starting point guard. Not average point guard, starting point guard. In the NBA, you're, you're a real good player. You're an average starting shortstop. In Major League Baseball, you can really play. Or you wouldn't be middle of the pack at that position, right? Yep. So Cousins has value. But that's all he is. He's not an elite quarterback. He's never going to be an elite quarterback, I don't think. Justin Fields, this is a theme that interests me. A team like the Bears looks and goes, We've tried to be, have a middle-of-the-pack guy. We've tried that for many years. Mm-hmm. Hasn't worked since 1985, right? Like, it, 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 don't tell me Jay Cutler. Stop. You were doomed because you had Jay Cutler as your quarterback. They looked and said, we're going to take a swing for the fences here. We're going to draft a guy, move up in the draft, and draft the guy we think might be great. So even though the Bears are not near the Vikings right now, if you said, make me a fan of either team right now, in the next three, four, five years, Bears or Vikings, make me a Bears fan. Because oh, I the, agree. this is as good to me. The Vikings are capped, but the Bears, even though they're not nearly as close to the Vikings right now, have upside. They have a chance to be great. Yep. Maybe not now, but in the near future. All right. Hey, we found Key. What? <laughs> 
Oh, this is going to be good. I can't wait to hear this one. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, back after this. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Let me tell you something about Houdini real quick. That album, the fir- that first Houdini album, has about six classics on it. And if it dropped today, I would think it's the hottest album out. Your body language right now is making me laugh because <laughs> I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cops. And when they in the little, you know, the little jit joint, and he's moving like this. Max, you can't help but move, man. <laughs> I like it, Max. <laughs> and Friends is like the fifth best song on the record. <laughs> Not even the best song on the How record. How many of us have Houdini, them? look him up, kids. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for Jay today. Yo, you know what's crazy, Harry? Talk to me. Dodgers beat the Padres. Boy, Key is here bright-eyed yes. and bushy-tailed, ready to go, the Talking whole thing. Talking crazy to me and everything. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, ESPN attorneys had to track him down yeah. and, and, and contractually oblige him <laughs> <laughs> to get to the studio under a threat of a lawsuit because the Padres... Beat the Dodgers. They reversed that. Dodgers beat the Padres 5-3. Padres beat the Dodgers 5-3. Key's nowhere to be found. Tell me you scared of, scared of me without telling me you scared of me, Key. <laughs> where is he? Somebody tell me where he is. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm with you guys. Yeah, boy, you try I'm, to duck I'm out just because right the, the Dodgers lose? You try to duck out of the no, show? No, no, no. There's a couple things that happened. First, I got in later than what I wanted to. Mm. Then... I went out with Cap and Hood, and we just pulled up just now. So that I'm gonna blame them. <laughs> On top of blaming them, I had to stop by uh, late. I think I picked it up at about 4:45 to pick up James a cake for his birthday. Then, on top of that, I set my alarm clock for 5 a.m. instead of 5 a.m. Uh, uh, Central Time, uh, 4 a.m. Central Time. I messed around, and my clock was all screwed up. Even though. I told Shannon last night, yeah, 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 I got it. Don't worry about it. And then on top of that, Shannon calls my room. You know, I'm, 
He's like, oh, man, you he panicking up the moon about me being late. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm, I'll be there in a minute. You know, just nice and easy. But, yeah, my alarm clock got me. I got in late. Um, I tried to watch what little bit of left of the Dodgers I could. It was already five to three by the time I turned it on. It's I was too tracking much. It. Let me tell you something. As someone, you know? who used to, as someone who, when I was a kid, used to used to have to, you know, I had a strict mother, so I had to lie constantly about where I was. Right after school, all kinds of stuff. What I learned over time is you don't come up with five different reasons. There was a track <laughs> fire, and then there was this, and then I got into a fight, and there's a no. You one thing. He just gave us his damn. It's too list. many things. You got to give us key. You got to give one thing. Like I was picking up James. James birthday cake key. for his birthday. Happy that's birthday, why. James! By the way, boom. That's it. See what I'm saying? If you come up with five, it's yeah. like it's like I took, none. I had to take a shower. Yeah. The water was too well, cold, words, too hot. It, that it, set me it, back 15 minutes. Keith, yeah. well, in all other that words, I'm lying. <laughs> Clearly, I'm lying. <laughs> when you start giving every excuse in the book, you're lying. <laughs> you lying. Yeah, I overslept <laughs> based on I overslept based on setting my alarm wrong but the thing is is i yeah. set it for five shannon called me at like five basically or, or called the room i guess he decided after there was a no show for an hour as he was sitting in there he said it's so <laughs> you know it's probably you know a good you idea age, if you know, i call you, the room you put 15 years on shannon just that oh yes <laughs> oh no question shannon's biological oh, no, age hey, is now 60 hey yeah max you have no idea he he was walking around i'm like man just shit we all right we all right, man. We'll have Listen, some fun with it. It's not what, that deep. We're good. Here's what Shannon you know, has then to realize. I got, then you, and then you know the suits, huh. right? Oh, the suits. You know the suits. They texting away. They trying to figure out, you know, do they? what's up? Where, where's this guy at? You know, I told her, I said, man, I went back to L.A. I'm, I'm gone. I'm back at the crib, man. Don't call me. Call me tomorrow. Here's the thing that Shannon has to realize. He is a Dodgers fan. Shannon, Dodgers fans do not show up on time. They, sh- they don't. Sh- they show up late. That's how it is. Especially, especially. Told me that you should have told me that earlier. Especially, had me if over they here lose. panicking, running around. Well, yeah, that's that's true. We show up late to our sporting events and we leave early. But that's not the reason. The reason is I overslept. I'm a man. I can own it. Yeah. Three years, first time. Okay, yeah. first time. I can guarantee you, first time, last time. That won't happen again. Well, well, if he gets to oversleep, Harry, <laughs> that's what the coach is really worried about. It's like, wait a minute. Now everyone's going to. Hey, not everyone's going to oversleep. As they say, yeah. though, Max. Yeah. As they say. And Harry knows this. Yep. I know what he's about to say. If too. Keyshawn sleeps, I'm going to let him sleep. Everybody if Max else can't sleep. Over, if, if Max Kellum is sleeping in a meeting, I'm going to wake his ass up Uh-oh. and I'm going to cut him. So Max, here exactly. you go. You got you got that twisted. You got hey, that hey, twisted. Hey, you hey, check the stats. You, heard you got that, that one before, right? <laughs> right. I'm that, telling you right now. In this business, Key, I'm running a four-two. Listen, uh, are you worried about hair loss? That's the real question. Harry was bald before he did this. Look at him now, right? Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, have you covered? Text win. To 203-203 and get all you need to know to keep and grow your hair. Pat, Pat Costello, what do we got? Gentlemen, we're playing take your pick with quarterback matchups this week, so I'll give you two quarterbacks who are playing each other. You tell me which one you like this week. Quarterback. Quarterbacks. Justin Fields. Or Carson Wentz, take your pick. Who do you like mm. this week? 
I'm going to take Justin Fields, man. He's at home. I'm going to go to the game tonight in Chicago, hanging out with Chicago 1000 at ESPN. Um, I'm going to take Justin Fields. I think when you when you look at it, however he's getting it done, he's getting it done. It's not like they got 10 wins, but it's not like they got 10 losses. They're winning ugly, but he's showing a little bit of things here and there as a guy who could potentially turn into, from, from my eyes, turn into a bit of a Jalen Hurts. If he had those same weapons in that same situation, I think he could be a young Jalen Hurts. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a take Carson Wentz. And I love everything that you just said about Justin Fields because it's, uh, it's all true key. But I'm going to go with Carson Wentz because I think his skill position players are better. Uh, you look at the running back position, they have three or four guys that can receive the football out of the backfield. They still have Terry McLaurin. They have Curtis Samuel. Jahan Dotson won't be playing. Neither will Logan Thomas. But I like the skill position players more so for the commanders than I do for the Chicago Bears. Everyone familiar with the expression, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, right? I, with Justin Fields, I get the feeling like the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And with Carson Wentz, I get the feeling like the whole is less than the sum of its parts. I like the Bears with Justin Fields. I think he has a certain effect on a team where they're feeling good about themselves, even without talent, even when they are a little disorganized. And Carson Wentz, it seems to me, has the opposite effect. I like Fields. He, uh, Carson Wentz has the opposite effect to the to the point that his head coach threw him under the bus. See, See that's I why mean, that's on. why I think he's going to have a big night, though. You know, because of that situation. Yeah, Carson Wentz has talent. It's not that he doesn't have talent. It's certain moments. He, he, he doesn't come up big in certain moments. Less than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Take your pick, Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott, who is not expected to play, but it's more fun to ask about Dak Prescott than Cooper Rush. Let's be honest. Take your pick. I don't know if it is. In, in this particular game, I, I'm, I'm going to take Jalen Hurts in the game. I'm taking Jalen Hurts to have a great game, a good game against whoever the Dallas quarterback is going to be. I think when you look at Jalen Hurts, he is on to something. His players play for him. You can tell he's out there having fun. He's not some stiff quarterback. When he scores a touchdown, he celebrates the right way. He does it by having fun and his teammates follow. And I think that that is majorly important, as Max just alluded to with Carson Wentz. When you have a leader like that, that is the way guys lead. And, look, Jalen Hurts is a guy that we can – be at the end of the day, Harry, holding up the MVP, holding up the Super Bowl trophy, and also getting ready to sign a major $300-plus million deal. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. I said before the season, Max, and a lot of people thought I was crazy, I said that Jalen Hurts would have a better season than Dak Prescott. Not meaning he's the better quarterback, but I said he would have a better season because of what's surrounded by him and the growth that I thought that he would probably have. Um, I look at this offensive line, if everyone's intact, I look at the the emergence of A.J. Brown coming over from the Tennessee Titans. The defense is one of the top ones in the National Football League. So I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts in this matchup because I also know he didn't play good, good against them last year, the first time around. Had two early interceptions, had a pick six. So he also wants to show that he can do it against a premier top defense. I, I like Jalen Hurts in this matchup. If I had my choice between quarterbacks, I'm taking Jalen Hurts. And I know Dak Prescott has a much deeper resume. And maybe I'll wind up wrong about Hurts if he regresses, right, if he doesn't keep this up. But he reminds me Hurts a lot. Again, as I said, Justin Fields, they're hoping it could be like Josh Allen. He reminds me Hurts of Josh Allen. He comes in with certain tools. He's not doing certain things in the beginning. 
But he gets some reps under his belt. He starts to do them. His team rallies behind him. They put him in a good spot. They get him an offensive line. They get him weapons. And you see what he can do. Step by step by step, give me Jalen Hurts. Take your pick. Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? Keyshawn, what do you think? Patrick Mahomes Choose Josh wisely. Allen. I'm going to – I'm going to go with – I'm going to – it's going it's to be a shootout. It's going to be a great game. I don't want to be on the fence. I'm going to take Josh Allen at home, and I'm going to take Josh Allen to be the guy that finally, at the one and three, including the playoffs lifetime against Patrick Mahomes, he gets another W at home. He lights up the scoreboard against the defense because, oh, the Chiefs are at home, my bad. He goes on the road in Kansas City and beats the Chiefs. In KC, but they both play extremely well. It mirrors what we saw in the playoffs last year because Steve Spagnuolo, in my opinion, can't get out of his own way and putting his defensive backs in harm's way with all of the blitzing and the man-to-man coverage. I think he still tries that against D- Davis and Diggs, and it comes back to bite him. A shootout of a game. The edge goes to Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm going to take Josh Allen. Some of the same reasons Key mentioned. And the most important one is Steve Spagnola not understanding that you can't just leave your corners on islands against pyramid guys. We know what Gabe Davis, we know what Stephon Diggs can be outside of the wide receiver position. You cannot continuously and over and over again play man coverage against these guys and give Josh Allen that free access to just, you know, throw goal routes, hit slants, throw stop routes and let those guys go up and down the football field, hit post for touchdown. We've seen the 98-yard touchdown. We've seen the 62-yard touchdown to Gabe Davis. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen, not only because he can do it with his arm, but because he can do it with his legs too, Max. The question is football. For me, the answer is Patrick Mahomes. I knew it was coming. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is better than Josh Allen, and Josh Allen's great. Patrick Mahomes is better. I mean, he can do things that, ha- that are extra-dimensional, that you go, oh, my God. And as we were saying, some guys have a certain effect on the team. Josh Allen certainly has this effect on his team. They play well together. They play for each other, all that stuff. But Mahomes, I, don't, I mean, like, it must be so much fun to play on a Mahomes team. And it looks that way on offense. Like, the Bills could possibly win the game because they have a better team top to bottom. Yep. But why do I just feel well, like see, Patrick is- Mahomes will pull a rabbit out of his hat, you know? But see, this is when I push back on you, Max, and when you say it's not even close and he's just better and all those sort of things. This is when I push back on you for that. Patrick Mahomes have always had a phenomenal head coach, a phenomenal offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and company. They had to bring in some help for Josh Allen. Josh Allen was out there messing around early in his career with pedestrian wide receivers. They go out and get Stephon Diggs. On top of that, one of the things is that Josh Allen has about three things that he needs to do to get on Patrick Mahomes' level. One is obviously winning the Super Bowl. The other is winning an MVP. The other is flat-out beating the Kansas City's in, in Patrick 100%. Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs, in Patrick Mahomes. If he can do those sort of things. Then he's maybe number one. I mean, like, maybe. But he hasn't done that yet, Key. that shape. But he you hasn't. Know, it starts I, to take shape. Yes, you're right, of course. But he hasn't done it. You know who has done that? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, the first time he started a full season, 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, one pre-snap penalty away from getting to the Super Bowl, which I thought he would. They were. They would have beaten the Rams. And that's right? all fine. And so then, Josh know, Max, Allen, the first no question about it. But the first time Josh no Allen started, it, 10 though. touchdowns, 12 interceptions. I mean, like, think yeah, about where they then, started. But you, but you, you got to think of Tyreek Hill wasn't on Buffalo. Tyreek Hill 
was on the Kansas City Chiefs. And nor does There's it. a big Travis Kelsey was on Kansas City. There's a big difference. Now, look, Patrick Mahomes is my guy. There's no question about it. I want him throwing me the football. But when we start to say that this guy is so much more I didn't superior say that. than the other I didn't, guy. I didn't say so much more. I'm saying it's decisive. In other words, like what you're saying – Look, just because you start in a place doesn't mean you end there, and maybe Josh Allen overtakes him. But, Key, I'm not going to say he overtook him before it happens, if it ever does, because so far it hasn't. But but you're giving the illusion as if it Mm -hmm. will never happen and is that Patrick Mahomes is going to just keep doing what he's done for the last five years. And my whole point of this is let's see – if Josh Allen can get to those three things yep. that I'm talking about, Fair which enough. is winning the Super Bowl, beating beating Patrick Mahomes straight up again at home in the regular season, and then having an MVP trophy as well as a Super Bowl trophy. I, I hear you because you can't watch Josh Allen and think anyone's ever played much better. If they've played better than Josh Allen's playing right now, it's by a little bit. He's playing just about as well as you can play. So I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just want to see him do all those things before we give it to him. All right, go ahead, uh, Pat, what else we got? All right, we're playing Take Your Pick with quarterback matchups this week. Russell Wilson or Justin Herbert? Uh, right. Max, let's start with you on this one. Well, if the question, <laughs> no, if no the answer, if the question is football, the answer is Patrick Mahomes. If it's not Patrick Mahomes, you know what it is for me, man. It's a stepson. <laughs> oh, I love Justin <laughs> Herbert. Justin Herbert, easy. Key. I I would. I'm going to go with. Well, here's what I'm going I'm to go with the guy who didn't tell us. He was hurt after the fact. We Thanks. actually saw that he got hurt. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert in this situation. And look, I, 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 all jokes aside, I think Russell Wilson is a phenomenal quarterback. I just don't think when you're looking at the quarterback position for me that he is quite ready to take on Justin Herbert. I think Justin Herbert has gotten better since his ribs got hurt against the Kansas City Chiefs. He's played in games. He's done well in games. They've won games. Where on the flip side, Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos are just – struggling along, all of a sudden he's got an injury when the the boo birds come out and the social media attacks happen. We understand that guys do get hurt, but don't tell me you hurt when you have a bad game. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear those excuses. You're out there on the field. You suited up. You're healthy enough to play. So that's what it is. I got the charges and I got Justin Herbert. Yeah, if I'm people watching the National Football League, I'm going to keep an eye on the charges. I know they, they, they stumbled a little bit coming out the gate. Justin Herbert right now is playing a good brand of football. You talk about completing 66% of his passes, over 1,400 yards, 10 touchdowns, the only two interceptions. And one of those interceptions we've seen against the Kansas City Chiefs is the tight ends just do what he's supposed to do. It's probably not a pick six. So I like Justin Herbert, and I also like the way he's playing. And also, watch out for the, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. They're not out of things yet. Even without his blindside protection. Yep. Slater's out for the year, and, and Justin Herbert's still balling. Key, let's start uh, with you on this one for no reason in particular. Jacoby Brissett or Bailey Zappi? Take your pick. Who do you like this week? I'm going to take Dr. Z in this one. I think Dr. Dr. Z is going to show up against the <laughs> against the Cleveland Browns. And look, Bill Belichick has a way of winning games when he doesn't have what you think he should have at certain positions. And, and look, Zappi, late-round pick. He's in now for his third. This is his second start, his third appearance in the National Football League game. And as I've said before, ain't much difference between him and Mac Jones. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it. Don't get fooled. Don't get fooled by the hype in the first round pick stuff. 
Because when I'm watching Mr. Z, Dr. Z, Mr. Z, it looks the same to me. In fact, at times when he's ripping the ball, it looks even different because of his delivery. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bailey Zappi as well. And this is what I want a lot of people to understand about Bailey Zappi. While he was at Western uh, Kentucky his last year, the man threw for 5,900 yards, 62 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. He played amazing his senior year um, in college. He had to get a little bit acclimated to the National Football League, understand Bill Belichick and his offense and the way they do things with the Patriots. But I like the way he's playing football right now. So I'm going to go Bailey Zappi more so than Jacoby Brissett. Me too, and let's be honest. He looks better than Mac Jones has looked. I I I can't deny that. And and here's the thing. Belichick just blanked. Belichick's defense just blanked Detroit, right? So if you can do key what you always say, nice and easy, no turnovers, couple touchdowns, 197 yard, you know, like whatever it is with a defense like that and a coach like that, you can get some business done. I like Zappi too. Harry, we're going to start with you on this one. We're playing take your pick with quarterback matchups this week. For no reason in particular, we're going to start with you. Matt Ryan or Trevor Lawrence? Harry? Yeah, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. These two, these two teams have already played each other. And Matt Ryan in that game only had 195 yards and three interceptions. For some odd reason, Matt Ryan has only five touchdowns to seven interceptions this year, not to mention fumbling the football and turning it over left and right. The Indianapolis Colts offensively have not been what we expected them to be. I don't know for sure if Jonathan Taylor is back this week, but Matt Ryan is not playing up to the standards that they thought. And Carson Wentz, when he was in Indianapolis, is playing better than Matt Ryan is in Indianapolis right now. Yeah, I'm going to go with Matty Ice. I'm, I'm holding on to the old school belief that Matt Ryan will get it turned around. Max hates this. Max thinks he should be he should have gone for a seventh-round pick instead of a third-round pick. That was too high. I look at it and say, yeah, the first game, he struggled. This isn't the first game, and he needs to turn things around, and I think this is the time for the old wizarded and uh, Matt Ryan. Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, had a phenomenal game against the Chargers. We all thought, uh-oh, here it comes. Here's a guy with the long hair, stands tall in the pocket, all that sort of stuff. And then he went out there and dropped the egg the, game, the next game. So, against the Philadelphia Eagles, I just think that Matt Ryan has to turn the corner at some point. Yeah, I, I, I like Trevor Lawrence here. I think Matt Ryan's cooked, but... I, Harry, just what you said about Carson Wentz. Yes, Carson Wentz was clearly better regular season than Matt Ryan was. My thought was what they were thinking. I just figured was, well, even if Matt Ryan doesn't give us quite what Carson Wentz could give us in the regular season, when it matters, we can rely on him more than we could rely on Wentz. And, and, but that presupposes that you're going to be in the playoffs. And the way Matt Ryan's playing, they ain't going to the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. All right, one more quick one, guys. Joe Burrow or Jameis Winston? Take your pick. Who do you like this week? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, that's easy, man. Jameis Winston, if he plays in a game, he's all banged up. and Yeah, Joe Burrow. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I'm going to go Joe Burrow, too. And we also got to realize that Andy Dalton didn't play bad for the New Orleans Saints last week. Andy Dalton actually got them a win, too. So uh, I, I don't know if, if Jameis Winston is going to be that guy right now because he just didn't hasn't looked good when he has played, and Andy Dalton did. But I'm going to go Joe Burrow in this one. You know, Joe Burrow's my second favorite player in the league <laughs> behind Patrick Mahomes, right? You know, he might even be my favorite. I love me some Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Joe Burrow all day. All right, look. The Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. The Chiefs bills the best game of the weekend, or should we be more focused on the Eagles and Cowboys? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.